0: Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. You know, if our lives are to go from glory to glory and knowing our Lord and Savior and His great love for us, then we must become renewed in our mind day after day. Yesterday, I began sharing some thoughts with you from Psalm 90. This psalm is a perfect example of people who say they believe in God, but don't act upon God's kindness, His goodness, and His unfailing word to us. As Christians, we have to cultivate great thoughts, be influenced by great people, and read great books, especially the Word of God. It is not enough to have information, beloved, but we need revelation so as to become translated out of the powers of darkness into his great kingdom. Where we truly are growing spiritually and helping others grow as well is what is important to Jesus Christ and to his kingdom, to further his kingdom. Psalm 90 is a prayer of Moses, a great man of God and God's friend. In studying the background of this psalm, we You know, we see Moses discouraged and a little bit overwhelmed with the mounting toll of death with the generation which came out of Egypt. They have refused to enter into the promised land and have settled for death in the desert, never attaining their desired haven. From verses 1 through 6, Moses prays and reminds God that he truly has been their dwelling place throughout all generations. Moses then expounds upon the greatness of God who brought forth the mountains, the earth, the world. He also reminds God that he turns man back to the dust from whence he came and that man's life is very fleeting. Stop and consider, beloved, how brief our lives are, even if we live to be a hundred. Time marches on and it marches on swiftly. We were meant to live for eternity forever. Then sin entered, and with sin came the penalty of death. And as sin progresses, it seems that death progresses as well. Good men, women, and children are murdered day after day through sin, whether it's drugs, violence, suicide, or the slow death of hopelessness. Yes, these things have always been, but they have increased and they will continue to increase because this world is not our home. We are just passing through and Jesus Christ is preparing for his coming. Many of us have gotten so comfortable here that we don't think much about heaven, even though we are wandering in a a wasteland, you know, in, in verse nine. Moses reminds the Israelites that their days pass away under God's wrath and that they will finish their years with a moan. Thank God that because of Jesus Christ, this is not the way that we Christians have to finish our lives. And yet, sadly, many will, not because God wills it, but because of disobedience to the will of God. God is a good God, beloved. He is a loving God. And his intent is for us to live long, to live healthy and happy lives, even in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation where he says that we can shine as a light in a dark world. In verse 10 of this psalm, Moses declares the length of our days is 70 years or 80 if we have the strength. Now, this lifespan that Moses was speaking of, this 70 to 80 years, was for that generation who had come out of Egypt and refused to believe God. Thus, their years were cut short. God actually has promised in his word that man after the flood was given a 120 years. And it is interesting that Moses, this great man of God, who thought great thoughts about God and who gave us the law from God, lived to be exactly 120 years old. You know, simply make a choice to believe God and to obey him. You know, this is what Moses did. He knew how to hang out with God. In fact, that's why God became his friend. He spent a lot of time listening and obeying God. In the closing verses of this psalm, I believe there are at least seven great instructions from this man who had learned from God himself. First, in verse 11, we see that Moses had a a fear and a reverence for God. He says, who knows the power of your anger? For your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. God is not angry with those who have accepted his provision for sin, which is faith in Jesus Christ. God loves everyone, but beloved, he does not have a relationship with everyone. Contrary to what people believe. Only those who fear and revere him and have been born again have that relationship. They can talk about God. And they can, you know, talk about his attributes and all of that. But to have a dear, close, intimate relationship with God, you have to go through Jesus Christ. That's what the Word of God says. That's what the Word of God teaches. Secondly, Moses asks God in verse 12, teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So secondly, we are to humble ourselves. First, we are to have a a reverent fear of God, then we are to humble ourselves so that God can impart his wisdom to us. Thirdly, we are to seek his mercy. It says, Relent, O Lord, how long will it be? Have compassion on your servants. God's mercies are new every morning, and we need to accept his great mercy. Fourthly, his love is the only love that truly satisfies. The next verse says, satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. And fifthly, we are to walk in gladness and joy because of this great mercy. Verse 15 reads, make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us for as many years as we have been, have seen trouble. Beloved, believe that Jesus came not only to take away your sins, but he came to take your grief and your sorrow. He knows how to restore all the wasted years. And number six, dwell on the good thoughts and in remembrance of God's faithfulness to you. We, you know, God is faithful. In verse 16, it says, may your deeds be shown to your servants. Your splendor to their children. Our influence to show forth the faithfulness as a Christian is vital. It's vital for our children and our grandchildren and everyone we come in contact with. This is how they learn to trust God themselves. They have been trained by watching His deeds unfold in our lives. And lastly, we are to finish what we start and finish well. The last verse of 90 reads, Let the beauty or the favor Another version reads Of the Lord our God rest upon us Establish the work of our hands for us Yes, establish the work of our hands This is the faithfulness And the trustworthiness of God He will finish that great work in you As you think great thoughts about Him Hang out with great people that know him and read great books, especially the Bible, about him. You will find, beloved, that truly this is faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor. 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the 4 State area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417 451 5636.